Hello friend, my name is Dan Jones, but you probably already know that. You probably know this is a quiet talk. Like many of you, perhaps I grew up in church. I'm thankful for that. But I know that there are pitfalls even to growing up in church. One of them is the danger of familiarity with spiritual things. There's an old saying, and old sayings are usually old because they're true. Familiarity breeds contempt. Probably the area of familiarity in the Christian life that is the most damaging is becoming so familiar with certain scriptures that they lose their meaning for us. I want to talk about one of the sayings of Jesus that has either become too familiar for some of us or maybe we never really thought much about it in the first place. People's last words are usually considered significant. I heard about a guy whose last words were, I told you I was sick. But on a serious note, the last talk that Jesus gave his close disciples before he was arrested and crucified is very important for Christians to think about. We should read this often, I think. That talk is found in the Gospel of John, chapters 13 through 17. 17 is actually an extended prayer of Jesus, but it still belongs with the four preceding chapters. John 15, 9 says, Jesus says there, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Now, before I go on, I should point out that I dealt with the verse just after this one in a talk called Your Daily Keep which I uploaded on May the 3rd. That teaching will balance what I'm about to say, so I recommend you go back and listen to that, maybe. But right now, don't touch that dial. Stay with me here. Abide in my love. That seems simple, but I think there's more here than meets the eye. Abide just means to remain or stay. It's one of those King James Bible words that People like me love because, to me, the King James Version sounds like God talking. But that's just because I was brought up on it. Anyway, don't let the word abide cause you to miss this. Jesus said, stay right in my love. Don't go anywhere else. So how do you practice that? Well, here are some ideas. I'm writing this on Monday, and as it happens... I had occasion to drive to the store for a couple of necessary items. I've been trying to be better about showing kindness to random people that I come across, like store clerks and others. It's what we're called to do as Christians. Sometimes, especially living in big cities, we can get kind of short-tempered and rude. If things don't go our way, we let our impatience show. Not Christ-like. So I'd made two stops, one at the post office and then at a little grocery store not far from where we're staying right now. I think I did pretty good with the folks I did business with, and I was thanking God for it as I drove back home. It was then in the car that I began to be aware in my thoughts and feelings of God's tender love and kindness for all of us. Speaking of this, there's another quiet talk that slightly relates here called Feelings that I did on May 31st, just saying. But as I drove and enjoyed 
contemplating the love of Jesus, my eyes got a bit wet. That doesn't happen every day, but I do think it happens more when you're 65 than when you're 35. But with or without the tears, what I was doing, I think, was what Jesus talked about in John 15. I was abiding, resting, remaining in his love. You can do this anytime, whether you feel anything or not. Every day, you should remind yourself of God's unconditional and never-failing love for us. Your best tool here is the Bible itself. And on Monday, during those moments with the Lord, my mind went to Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Think about that. When you were still out there living in sin with no thought of God or of what his only son Jesus did for you, God was loving you to the point of giving over his beloved son to torture and dishonor and a slow, painful death. In the musical My Fair Lady, there's a song that Eliza Doolittle sings to her suitor, Freddie, called Show Me. She is complaining that men like Freddie like to talk about love, but they don't do anything about it. Well, when we say that God loves us, it's not just talk. He did something about it. He sacrificed his son to redeem us from sin and death and hell. I have often referred to this in sermons by pointing out that although I have six sons, I wouldn't give even one of them up to what Jesus went through. God didn't have six sons. According to the Bible, Jesus Christ was his one and only son. And yet, he did not hesitate to turn him over to those who killed him with intense cruelty. And he did it because he loves you that much. As I've said many times, the value of anything is determined not by what the seller thinks is the value, but by what somebody is willing to pay for it. God was willing to buy you out of sin and slavery at the cost of the blood of his beloved son. That's what you're worth to Almighty God. That's love. Now think about it. Think about it every day. And that's one way to abide in his love. Another similar way is to rehearse to yourself all the blessings that God has given you. Here are some of mine. A godly wife who has stuck with me for 40 years through thick and thin, nine children, 10 grandchildren, a roof over my head, clothes to wear, food to eat, more than I need, a car to drive, a wonderful church family, dear friends, etc., etc. I could go on, of course, but I think, I think you get the idea. James says in chapter 1 that every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. No variation or shifting 
shadow. Have you ever had a close friend drop you? That's a bad feeling. God will never do that. With him there is no variation or shifting shadow. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he loved you the day Jesus hung on the cross, he loves you just as much this very moment as you listen to this talk. Tomorrow, regardless of your mood or how you feel, he will love you just the same. If you forget what I've said in this podcast about abiding in his love, he won't forget to love you because God is love. Think about it. Back when I was a church choir director, we we sang a song that said, think about his love, think about his goodness, think about his grace that's brought us through. For as high as the heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Stay right there in his love. There's no, no better place to be. Dear Heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank you that you loved us even before the creation of the world. You have always loved us and always will. Help my listeners and help me to remain every day in that precious love for the sake of your Son. Amen. Friend, I really appreciate your prayers for us as we are planting a church in the Schenectady, New York area. I've never planted a church before. It's exciting and sometimes a little scary. But God is showing his grace to us as we meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at the American Legion Hall at 1809 Union Street. If you live around here and don't already have a church home, it would be great to meet you. And as always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.